G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbags Preview Show Part 1. The Sydney show will be available tomorrow morning. We're going to be recording that Friday morning. Here we are Thursday morning recording what will be a preview of the Blue Diamond, the Futurity and the Oakley Plate from Caulfield. Basically every card, uh, every race on that card is an absolute ripper. We'll be back on course, can't wait. Thank God it was only five days. Uh, Jack Dickens, Shane Shirley join me to preview the three Melbourne races. Dicko, good little day at uh, Sandown yesterday. You're probably a bit stiff, though, in that you backed, uh, what was it, Diamonds and whatever it was called, Diamonds and Stones early, and it drifted and still won. Well, I don't know. How do you handle that? Like, I, I thought it'd be on-pace bias, which it was. So then it's yep. race five, so they, the market's... Now where it's on pace bias, so you probably like normally the on pace horses aren't that soft. Yeah, but it so, was it was. So I thought like let's get set, <laughs> let's get set early. They they completely hammered um, the other horse with hard croissants, but no one told John Allen. Um, it was just <laughs> just like twenty lengths off them. Um, that horse pulled up lame. We're going to have to. There's a lot of lame talk about the. Big, Maybe a big lane, sort of 20 minutes, because the yeah. Blue Diamond favourite's now lane. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we left a bit... We won, but we could have won a lot more again yesterday. Been a little bit of a thing. So we'll hopefully uh, get a fast track on Saturday and cash in. But we've had a good bet at Warnable today. I think I think we'll start like a dollar eighty for me. Okay, nice. So hopefully we get a little bit of cash at Packers tonight. Speaking of Warnable, Jack, is that where... Um... That heart of Puce Science is heading around May. <laughs> It'd have to, wouldn't it? She's a hope it can jump. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever again. Welcome to the show, Shane Shirley. You've got a uh, busy few days coming up, so uh, it's good good of you to help t- dip your toe into uh, into Caulfield. But what have we got? Yeah. Durban, sunny coast, a lot. I'm purely here to keep Jack on his toes when we're talking about Melbourne. I'll, I'll happily play devil's advocate for the next 20 minutes here. Um, yeah, a little bit going on. Doombin Thursday afternoon, sunny coast Friday night. Saturday is Eagle Farm, which will be very light because there's not many acceptances. Uh, Gold Coast, Toowoomba, rest. Might have Sunday off. There we go. What, you got, what, what have you got on paper? Ascot haven't started outside of the map, so uh, I'll knock that off today. There's also Cogent Up Cup for anyone who wants to head out to Cogent Up. I'm not sure you'll be able to bet on it with the tab, but I think the the Cogent Up Cup is five horses, I think, so I'm looking forward to doing the form for that. Um, Caulfield, race six, the Futurity, 1,400, wait for age, blah, blah, blah. Market, behemoth, favourite, 320, Probabil 360, Arcadia Queen 6, Old Kirk 7, Karen McAvoy, Scary Behaviour, Gate 1. Why is he in the state? This race isn't even worth a million bucks, is it? It's only 500,000 Group 1. Surely he doesn't travel for that. Uh, I can't. I don't know. Like, just how much do they love cash, eh? Well, like, we, couldn't get bit, Curly, but... we couldn't get Curly to risk, risk catching COVID <laughs> to come down for, for a piss up as a play goal. K Max just like, yeah, I'll come down just for that little bit of increased price money, please. I want to buy my 15th house <laughs> in the last two years. Like, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm going to be against him 
well, marking against him in the prices all day. Um, Caulfield's a tactical little track. Uh, the, if you watch and listen to the Sydney stuff, the boys are very anti-Karen at the moment. But he is a, he is a proper rider, and they often come good around this time of year. So hopefully we can be against him and get get a result on Saturday. But starting to get a little bit scared of being too against the, the, sort yeah. of big, the big dogs. It's interesting. Like, I think that, like, um, I'll, I'll get into this a bit later about jockeys. Um, and and drinking their own bathwater and reading social media and liking tweets, <laughs> um, but like it's like it's not it's not that you're having a crack at Karen, right? It's human nature that he's going to look after himself during the week and get around safely in the BM70s at uh, Kensington when you've got to be in the outside two lanes and if you can't get there, stiff shit. <laughs> then when you come and play Grand Final Day Group One, you're elite. Yeah, human nature. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing forward pocket in the twos and I'm saving myself to pop up in a prelim final and kick five and get me team through to the granny and then kick four there. And then that's all the people remember for the season. They don't remember. I didn't lay one tackle during the year. <laughs> you don't win premierships in February. The brightest stars shine brightest on the biggest stage, Jack. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're singing the same song here. Like he... He's unbettable during the week. Yeah. From a yeah. wagering perspective, I think first up in Melbourne, happy to risk where I can. Same with Dubby Pike. I'm not penning a horse because he's on it. I'm just like sort of marking him down as a rider when he's on them. It still might be a bet. You never know. So it's an easy job for you uh, this Saturday, isn't it? You've got Pike turning back up. You've got Karen McAvoy. You can just pen both of those. So we're going to be on probably 10 to 20 percent of the market depending on the race. So you know that doesn't leave you with many options. So what, Behemoth? <laughs> Well, um, I think Streets of Avalon will be suited the way the track will probably race. If it's, it's, it's hot again here today. It's been hot all week. Um, it should be fast. It should favour the fastest horses, which will be on speed. Um, I think Crosshaven plays a role here. Probabil, if it rolls forward, it drops three kilos. It's up in trip. But like, if it's a good three, does that suit this horse? Wouldn't it rather a little bit of give? Nah. It'll be fine. Anyway, I'm just sort of like building up to. I think Bahamut is about a dollar eighty chance and almost a moral. I think, I think from barrier two, if he wants to stay off the fence if he needed to, he still could because there's enough tactical speed in this horse versus a few horses that want further. He'll be behind the good speed. It's it goes. I, I don't know how many Group Ones Todd Pennell's ridden, but I'm tipping it's at least a hundred less than Damien Oliver. It's an enormous jockey switch. Um, the horse is like it's two from two track and trip it's two from three track it's 400 metres is its go it it SP'd $11 I think maybe in in the Everest so it's got like proper dash the market respected it in the best sprint race in Australia I just think it's it's pretty fucking bomb proof isn't it yes they're all good points we have seen Todd Panel win on the horse before, early in its prep, before it comes across the border, and then Willow take over, obviously. But Willow Ollie, you know, there's no. Well, I think it's it's that sort of horse too, though. That's perfect for like what the the, the group one, the, the big dogs in Victoria hate leading, love stalking. Yeah. When they stalk, they they always get a run, and this is a stalking horse. Like a couple of punters I know. I love stalking. 
<laughs> I thought, um, like, old Kirk up in trip ticks a few boxes, but loses J-Mac, gets uh, K-Mac, Ahoy, and drawn barrier one with not a heap of early speed. So oh, I suspect it hits the line pretty well, but it just might be sort of Poivre and then Behemoth off and gone. And I think that Crosshaven and Stress Avalon will go quick enough. I reckon uh, too close to the sun will get crossed first up. Do you think that, Peter? Yeah, I would have thought so. I think they'll take a sit with it. But mind you, it actually ran pretty well first up uh, last prep at, in Perth. It ran second behind Inspirational Girl, who collared it again in the Kingston Town. So uh, not uh, not the Kingston Town, the railway. So uh, yeah, hand but in like, Lindsay Smith's a great trainer, but like... You know, we backed this thing, and I think it won in the Warrnambool Carnival last year. Like, it's just it's different gravy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Behemoth, SP $11 in the Everest. No. I disagree. Oh, we'll go around millions anyway. Mm. What about um, what about uh, Crosshaven with the blinkers going on? Does he, like, find the fence first and then hand up to Streets of Avalon? No, and no, no. Zach, Zach Spain doesn't cross it. Zach Spain sits outside of it. No, there's no way he rolls forward. Like, like, takes it on. I, I reckon they sit one, two, off each other. Happy, you reckon Streets of Avalon happy to sit outside the leader? Yep, sits outside the leader. And um, I, I can't see Stackhouse or Zach Spain going like handlebars down like as they, as they leave the corner. They're going to nurse, nurse, nurse. All, all the while, like, you've got D-Lane and Oliver just stalking up behind and building momentum, no doubt. Um, could be a bit of a car crash for Ollie if he finds the fence or the, or the coffin and they do go too slow and it lets, like, old Kirk or something build a bit of momentum on the outside. But, like, if you look back, at, I don't know, it was the second group one at one at Caulfield. Like, Willow, like, pushed his way out. That was in the straight and still got there. And that was with 60 kilos. Yeah, maybe 61. Like it, 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 the other thing with those two track and trip stats is it carried 59 and 60 kilos when it did it. So I, I, we, we try and sort of bet around favourites, I think, particularly Peter and I. I've tried to find like sort of why it's not a bet and everything it says it, it's a big bet. Very good. Uh, quick question, Mr. Quickie. Uh, two trials going into this. It did run really well first up last prep, this track and distance. What did you think of the trials? Solid. Solid. Just okay? Oh, just, just okay. It's too hard to catch this horse. If it gets you out for 25 bucks, which it well could, late on the fair, start to think about it. Uh, I've currently marked it about $28. So but it, it could get there. I think they're going to back Behemoth, and they might back Polyville. Um, we haven't said they, much Arcadia Queen will get out double figures. They, and I reckon they'll back either Crosshaven or Streets of Avalon, because it will look like it's on pace up to now, I'd say. So I thought like Behemoth settle in front of Probabil, and Probabil won't be able to get past him with like all things being equal? Oh, I think Ollie, will, if he can, he'd kick up. Get off the fence and make Damien Lane think. Make a decision, yeah. I think ideally, like, he makes Probabil work and gets that drag. That's how they think, the big guys. That's what they, they love. They love cover. Mm. 
Anyway, okay. I, I think I think um, Bahemoth is a really really good bet here. It'll probably win. All right, very good. Full stop. Uh, let's have a look at the blue diamond because that's where all the interest has been this morning. Because Enthar has well, it's been announced that it's lame in a near four, something like that. Not sure if anyone else has an update to that. I remember um, Kieran Ma had like it might have been like the catchy blue diamond. Was it jukebox or something? He had one then that was like scratched because it was lame by the vets. It was right in the market. I can't remember what it was called. Um, I'd, I'd half heard that there was something could miss. Now there's Antha is being reported lame. Dosh and one other. Marine one. Marine one. I don't think Marine one's almost irrelevant here with the map. It's just going to get. It's, it's an awful map with the blinkers too. So it's going to be hard for them to sniff. But they're probably going to have to. Um, Dosh, scary. Like it's a map horse. It's going to put itself right there on the button and, and, and go well. There's a stack of speed here. I think um, Dosh, uh, Pegasi, Enthar, Absala, Jigsaw, and General Bow sort of the, the, the dominant speed. I think Jigsaw gets a lovely run from four in behind the speed. Um, General Bow could get, sort of get crossed and buried, but it also could just kick up, especially if you lose Dosh and Enthar, all of a sudden the map looks a lot softer for General Bow. Um, I really... I, I love Animoy, but like, well, what's all you going to do from 15? Probably at best, mid, worse than midfield, three wide with cover. I thought he, like, last year might have been... Was last year in Montesira? Uh, yes, I think so. That sort of had the same sense. setup there, like a really progressive horse. I think he was sort of, like, worse, just worse in midfield, like three or four wide. But the horses up the inside on speed were just, like, they had too much of a, like, tactical racetrack advantage. It's a, it's a very fucking hard place to win from, back and wide at Caulfield out of, out of these shoots. Yeah. Um... And there's so much speed here. I think um, it's very hard to say anything here too clearly because the favourite's lame. If the favourite runs and you trust the stable, I think it's a, it's going to win. I think it'll win. Just but how do you like, How can you? You'd be stupid to bet. You'd be reckless, in my opinion, to bet now in this, into this race because it's all on, on speculation. Yes. Can um, I throw out one that you might want to consider having a bet on? If you back Jigsaw last start and it's got SP over Animo, it was four wide, no cover. It's still been run third, beaten 1.4 lengths. At double figures, that's probably the one that the market might come into late. I'd say... That's an outstanding push. Like That's almost, sort of what I was yeah. getting to. Like with the yeah. map, it's bomb-proof now. Yeah, exactly. It almost SP'd the same as General Bow, and General Bow's been, like, you can't argue with any of the figures it's produced. It has been up probably a little bit longer than most of these, but it's come back really well this prep, unbeaten. But that's why it's so hard to talk about. Like, if they scratch Enthar, what price is General Bow? You know, like, it'll start favourite, I think. But I, I do agree. I think Jigsaw, I think Jigsaw and General Bow are the like two or three picks in the race. 
from uh, from them Anamoy. Now, this Artorias is back in trip. Fascinating setup. Grand final camp. But it's not a grand final preparation. Maybe it's just like a beast. They put the blinkers on. There's blinkers going on a construct, I think. There's a stack of them that'll show a little bit more speed than they usually did, but there's already so much speed here that the map just looks like complete and utter mess. Um, well, I think that Artorias will get going late. Animoy will be strong late. But I think Enthar, Jigsaw, or General Bow will be off and gone and too hard to catch. Very, very hard race to um, stamp something with the, the favourite lane. But I don't mind. I don't mind the favourite being three wide, target lower style on the speed out of, out of the, this this shoot. It's it's fine. I'd almost rather that than where General Bow might end up in the coffin here. Yep. Okay. Very good. Uh, shall we have a look at the final group one? And I guess out of the three, this is far and away the most difficult race to do the form for. The Oakley played over the eleven hundred meters. And Ancestry's current favourite at 550. Then you're out to Anders at 8. Dirty Work, 950. Zatori, 10. Celebrity Queen's pretty much the same. Upwards the rest. Deep race, lots going on. Let's start with the favourite Ancestry, 550. My initial take was that looked pretty short to me on just pure punning form data. Yeah. If, if they've been winning on the speed... I think it might start four bucks. It'd be pretty hard to catch. Like, I don't like anything. I think Garner's the one at odds. They'll run run a good race. I think fifteen dollars is very very fat. Um, I'm not going to bet yet, but if I was, I'd be with Ancestry and more so Anders, who's had three good trials, like strong trials. It, 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 17 is a good draw for that horse. It's faster than all those horses, maybe except Ancestry. But they can just roll across and set up the speed. Now, this is race eight. So how's the track played? By then you know and you can make a decision. And also we're going to be there and watch them parade and get a, a clear review. I, well, I've watched the trials, but we'll gain just as much intel from how they, how forward they are in the yard. Um, I think Garner from two has to get a pretty good run as long as it doesn't get buried the fence. I think Dirty Work's going to get buried the fence. Um, Bold Star, I wanted to find, but Paddy Maloney from 12 is just sort of, I can get it to around sort of $25, which is what it is now, so you're probably going to get 35 come jump, so that you could be small with it. Um, Zutori gets a nice run, I think, from seven of the sort of competitive horses. And then horses like Brooklyn Hustle, if they're running on and swooping, it, it, it can win big time. Same with Hanseatic, same with Prophet's Thumb, but it, I'm tipping they won't be. I, I think the horse that can't win that's like half in the market is um, um, Pikes. I, I, I don't understand how it's $10 and Garner's $15. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that form out of the winter bottoms necessarily stacked up either. His peak figures are 400 metres. That's that's a completely different sport to 1,100 metres. Yep. It's, draw, it's drawn barriers three and hasn't got a lot of speed. No, no way. It, it should be $25, $30, I think. Um, wouldn't be surprised, basically, Anders or Ancestry Cross lead. One of them 
shows up and keeps going, very hard to catch. I think Garner's going to be strong late. Bold Star will still be strong, but I just can't. He's going to lose momentum. He's favourite to lose momentum at some point. Um, Zutori from seven will get a lovely, lovely run, and that stable is absolutely deadly first up. Yeah, and it ran second in this race last year, beaten half well, a length we're back behind Pippi, I think, wasn't it? Year, yeah. Do you remember? Yep. Talk, talk to me about, um, like, actual form here, like with actual real horses and not these, like, lightly raced up-and-comers. Like, give me a spell, Anders, right? Yeah. Like, Dirty Work and Zootoria are the only real horses in this race, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. I think I don't think Zutori is going to get a better run in this race than Dirty Work. Yeah, like when, when Pike when Pike won on Dirty Work at Caulfield, it was like a six horse race, and he just got through his gears perfectly. Yeah, but it carried Pike, so you would have added ten kilos, so it's gone enormous. It's on gone, your... It did go enormous, it but it's going, to need, it's going to need a great run, great ride here. So you've also added ten kilos to this because you've got Kieran from Gate One. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's probably going to end up three back defence, isn't it? That's the that's, that's the negative. problem. Yeah, it'll all depend on how the track plays, I suppose, on the day. But yeah, like it might be, you know, it's, we, we we really want to be with rails and run because that's where they've been winning from all day. And then dirty work comes right in the calculation for me. But I, I don't think that'll be the case. I don't know. I just like just look at the horses that it's been that it's been running running against. Look at the horses it's been beating. Um, well, they're the best sprinters. I do think, like on a on a form sort of point of view, Portland Sky can win. Just wish they sort of looked after you a bit more with the price to make it like more tempting. It's mm. knocked over Asar and Tagaloa, who have run enormous figures last week at Flemington. It's run like fourth to uh, September run, fifth to Montesira. You know, it has paid twelve dollars versus September run there that day at Flemington. We know it handles the bend at Caulfield. It's got fifty kilos from barrier five. Oh, I, I think that's a pretty strong case for that horse as well. It is fifteen bucks. How much do you want? <laughs> I thought you might get like twenty five. You probably will late on the fair, I would imagine. I think a lot of these will get out. If they're making ground, I'm really keen to have something on, like a throw at Hanseatic. Has that horse had a jump out that you've seen? I haven't watched it yet, no. It's just such a very, strong core field very horse. Very early on a Thursday. Uh, you know, we were betting all day yesterday. Yeah. I've done all the form for Warnival and Packenham. I've just sort of watched the trials here for the ones that I've found. Yeah. And the ones that mapped well. Um, but Hanseatic with the Freebans, you're not going to learn a lot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We would have just had a little soft run. Oh, I still think I'm. Oh, look, I'll, I'll be happy to have a, you know, six pack of goat on um, dirty work beating Anders and Ancestry, huh? Yeah. Okay. Done. So I have to beat both or one. Well, you not know. No, I've got to make this fair for you. Um, I, doesn't matter. I've got Karen in gate one. I'm adding three lengths. You're taking ten off. Yeah, so I get a six pack and you get a case or something. I don't care. I'm, I'm happy to just bet even money just for Charlie Pride. Yeah, right, sweet. 
Trying to align. You have Anders, I'll have dirty work. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right, I done. All right, beautiful. Those are the three group ones. Uh, you'll obviously be betting everywhere, Dickens, between now and then. You've got Valley on Friday night as well. Yeah, head out there with uh, you and Jacko probably. Sots trots. If I can be bothered, I'm not going to 